Hello and you're welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 1st of December. We had a week's break. We're fully recharged. We're ready to go. It's the All-Ireland Senior Semi-Final Preview. It's Mayo versus Tipperary, Cavan and Dublin, the other semi-final. I'm joined with Ronan Kenny and Enda McGeerty. Uh, lads, how are we? Ref, good. Good to hear you. Not see you. Good to hear from you. Yeah, no camera today. Sorry, um, but I can see you two um, perfectly crystal clear, beaming as ever, Ronan. Uh, Enda, you're 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 buzzing away in the corner in the house. What's the what's the feeling? A big week for you. You got Kevin in one semi final, May under the semi final. You must be f- thinking you're feeling it's like Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, and be feeling like it'll be a double male final. Fucking cheer up a bit, will you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You wouldn't recognise me as an IV line coming in now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you reckon it'll be a Mayo Dublin final? Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Just, that's well, I'd be more sure about Dublin than Mayo, but they're 1 to 50, so. That, that's the podcast done, so that was a nice and handy short one. <laughs> uh, Ronan, what do you reckon? That's hard, 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 to, hard to disagree with the cabin man there, isn't it? But uh, there's been a few upsets, so you never know. And like that, I'd say if there was to be one, it, it would be an hour game, but I don't think there will be. I'd be yeah. Even though 2020 is the year of surprises and shocks and everything else, and the way things are going, you never know. Something might freak might happen. or But... Yeah. Uh, it's looking like if you were to just put put it down on paper, you'd probably imagine that Mayo would get over the line against Tip, and it'll be Dublin in the in the final. And hopefully, I'm looking at it this way: that Kevin don't test Dublin, and that the Dublin walk to a final and haven't had a serious challenge in probably over a year. And they're going in cold. Mayo are a different animal compared to last year. They're fresher. There's no injuries. When you look at that Mayo team that played Dublin that year, they were patched together. You had Cullen Boyle sp- having back spasms out in the middle of the park. You had Jeremy O'Connor hadn't played a game of football. You had Ro- or Ronan. You had uh, the midfielder Matthew Rowan hadn't much game time. Mayo are coming in after five games as a chance. But anyway, back to the 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 action the weekend. We're looking at Mayo against Tipperary. Mayo looking fresh, looking like there's no major new injury concerns. Um, from what I gather, they were away the weekend in an A versus B game, I think down in Limerick, by all accounts. Um, so, yeah, what are we reckoning? Is there any going to be massive changes in the team or are we going to be looking at the same setup again the next day? I reckon there'll be one change. Ronan's club mate will come in midfield. I'm on this horse all year, so yeah. I won't change now. I think he'll come in. Conor Loftus will go to centre forward for Ryan O'Donoghue, and they need the strength in the middle because that is where Tipperary are strong and you hammer the hammer. Yeah, they're going to uh, be pumping out ball all day around the middle, too, judging by the last couple of games. Yeah, the only other place, if there's a shock, Will they change the goalkeeper? With Crow Park in mind, with the Dubs in mind, they're not going to leave it till the final. Is there a chance it'll happen? That, Your thoughts? Uh, Henley or or mm-hmm. Clark? Yeah, would Henley come into reckoning this weekend? No, I don't think he will. No, I think the figures just about stand in Clark's favour from the last few games in terms of you know success rates and all that sort of stuff. I think he just about 
I think he keeps it. Yeah, I think he keeps it. I don't think that James Horn is going to change it at this stage. And even what you said there about Parsons, no one would be happier than meets him for being fired into the middle of the field, but I don't think it'll happen either because he tends to stick by his gut and go with what go with the tried and trusted, which is Tom to a certain degree, but in terms of this year, it's not. So I cannot see that change happen, but I'd love to see that change happen. He usually does do one, uh, but no, I, I think that'll be, I don't think that'll happen. So unfortunately, you'll be giving out next Tuesday or Wednesday again, I think. When we sit down and Loftus will have played another 60 minutes of football for me on the middle of the league. <laughs> I, I fully expect Loftus to play, but I, I think it will be centre forward. He cannot go on him again in the middle of the field after the goal again. Just can't happen. What if Chip throw an absolute curveball and throw a rear in around the square or trying something to do something different that completely shakes up the, the Chip team? Maybe put in him and Sweeney inside. Well, they have Keegan and Barrett back there, so. Yeah. It, I don't think that will make any difference. It's like we have Paddy Dorkin in the half forward line. Unless the two, the three big guns into the full forward line, Reardon, Sweeney, and. Yeah, it's going against everything where they've got success, though, on the middle. Yeah. As well. Can't see it. Can't see Can't it. See it. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. You're going to be looking at Keegan on Sweeney, Jerkin uh, on Quinlivan. Yeah, but the Tip mightn't allow that. They won't want. Quinn Livin chasing Durkin all day they, they might throw him into the full forward line and give us the problem yeah and let him be chasing Mullen then for the game well it could be Lee, Lee match up there I yeah it'd be Lee and Barrett I would say if the two of them go inside yeah and three's up pushing then that leaves yeah. uh, what about Fox around the middle where is he going to go where do you think he's going to go is he going to stick to what he did before uh, that's his role. He, he sweeps back into the half-back and he's a free role. I think it'll be Kevin McLaughlin. I think, Ronan, you think different. I think it'll be Lee Keegan and that's, for once I'm going to take over the mantle a bit of the week. <laughs> I think Leroy will be picking up Foxfella because it'll suit him around the middle third. Now, he know he drops very deep, but I think he's a man that could, could, could absolutely, he could play it into our hands if, if we get that match-up right with him and Fox around the middle third. Yeah. He could kick two or three points, could go up and get a goal. He could he could have a big, big influence. I think it's 16-1 to 1 he is for man of the match. So that's my... Uh, I'll take over the mantle this week if you want for better of the week. That's the fellow I fancy you now to have a big, big say. He's a big, it's a, he's a big game player. It's Crow Park. It's an All-Ireland semi-final. And Lee has played well, which you'd have to say he's probably still played it in himself. I think he's going to kick on one more notch. And uh, I think he could he could open up this weekend. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him open up this weekend with a bit more freedom. Sixteen to one is a fucking massive price. Yeah, the likes of Killian is about six to one favorite or that. But uh, and if he kicks a lot of points, obviously, which he tends to do against <laughs> in Crow Park. Careful. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but uh, no, I think Lee, Lee at sixteen to one, he could have a big, big say in things. A big, big game for us. Um, any other old changes around the park here? Stick with the same team, so ah, you'd have to, wouldn't you? Really, no one else. Everyone else is deserving of their jersey, you know. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you couldn't change anything. It Actually, was a... I, I t- we our hat there to the fellow beside us, ref as well. He did a bit of homework during the week, which or during the day. He sent us on the WhatsApp. With oh, the he did. Appearances, which was absolutely intriguing reading. He did a tell us yourself, Enda, but. Before you start, I'll just say the Matthew Rowan one absolutely has me yeah. flabbergasted. 
And I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind just as cut across you before you start. And uh, you were in an argument with some fella on Twitter today. And <laughs> that was you, the reason. <laughs> I was going to explain the reason. <laughs> <laughs> because I was, I was very close to hitting the send button and nailing you for it about Matthew Rowan. You said that Matthew Rowan was one of the more experienced players. How many games, championship matches, uh, has Matthew Rowan played? Six. Six games. Yeah, that was a fucking. And three of them are this year. Yeah, but the reason for it was there's a narrative coming from the Mayo management and taken up by Kevin McStay and the Irish Times today, the Irish Independent, that this is a new, as Kevin McStay said, inexperienced team. Yeah. Uh, I think the figures show that it's far from an inexperienced team. We'll talk about some of them. Uh, and while Matthew in terms of games is inexperienced, he played in an All Ireland on the twenty one winning team four years ago in twenty sixteen. And he's played a lot of football. He's been unlucky with injury, I'd say. Plus his position midfield. He has Aiden, Tom Parsons, Seamus O'Shea to get ahead of. Yeah. So it's you, have it in front of you. you have it in front of you there. Call out the team if you have it. Do you have it? Yeah, I have it here. Just uh, it, I think the listeners will find it interesting to see where people are standing in terms of champions. Okay. It's, it's fucking brilliant. Okay, so this is championship games only. doesn't include league. And I, I based it upon the team that started the Connacht final. David Clark, 47 games. Chris Barrett, 45 games. Lee Keegan, 57 games. Oisín Mullen, 3 games. Paddy Durkin, 36 games. Stephen Cohen, 32 games. Owen McLaughlin, 3 games. Matthew Ruan, six games. Connor Loftus, 23 games. Kevin McLaughlin, 65 games. Ryan O'Donoghue, three games. Jeremy O'Connor, 34 games. Tommy Conroy, three games. Aidan O'Shea, 67 mm. games. And Killian O'Connor, 58 games. How anyone can say that's an inexperienced team is beyond my comprehension. Mm-hmm. It averages out at 32 games per player. If you take it, if Kerry were to win in All-Ireland in a normal year, two games in Munster, three in the All-Ireland series is five games. So that team would have to win five, six All-Irelands in a row, <laughs> every player, to get to the average number of games that Mayo players have. Yeah. People talk about, we, we have this assumption that Stephen Cohen doesn't play a lot for me or he's a bit per player. He's 32 championship appearances, you know. That's yeah, I've done one other player role and just as a matter of interest because I thought he'd play, he'd start the next day as Tom Parsons who played his first game in 2009 and he has three more games played than Stephen Cohen. Whoa. He has 35 championship games played, Stephen Cohen is 32. Yeah, but you have to remember that Cohen was the go-to man to be brought on for any position. So he's brought on nearly every match since mm. he came into the squad. He, if he didn't start, he was thrown in. And I'd say a high percentage of them, Enda, you could be looking That's at five, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And the other point is, he was tried in every position, whereas Matthew Rowan was sort of put as a midfielder and a midfielder only, yeah. with Aidan, Seamus and Tom all in opposition for him. So it was easier for Stephen probably to pick up games. Uh, Connor Loftus surprised me with 23 games, championship games. Yeah. Again, though, again, no more than Loftus, he's come on a lot in games. He's, mm. he's, yeah. Aidan O'Shea is the leading light with 67. 
65. Then Killian, which for a man that has been injured for so for so many years, 58 games is fair clipping. And Keegan, 57. Like there's only there's only two young lads in the back line, so really with Mullen and McLaughlin with three games apiece. But but realistically, and I made this point in my Twitter thing today. I think uh, Tom Parsons will start, and if he does, Ryan will miss out. So you're back to three young lads this year. Yeah, that's it. It's a no, <laughs> you couldn't nearly have a more experienced team. And that brings up the average you said in the, what was it, thirty four? Yeah, if, if Tom Parsons comes in, it goes up to thirty four, and that would bring it to five hundred and fourteen championship games experience. When you think back to the careers of some of the great Mayo players, the James Allen's, there was years they got one and two games. There was years Tom Parsons, Kevin Mack, Aidan, and David Clark one year played ten games. In the yeah. one championship season. Like given, given, okay, here's here's not putting the ass for the carrot, but given Dublin, we are more experienced than Inter Ireland and Dublin every bit in terms of the Conor Callaghan's who 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 don't have many, in terms of Bulger who don't have many appearances, Davy Byrne who doesn't have many appearances, Paddy Small, Small Robbie McDade. There's no doubt we're more experienced than Dublin if you take it on number of games. Yeah. yeah. But then winning is a habit as well. And we've uh, like that's no more than Dublin as well. I think we've nine semi-finals in ten years. Would that yeah, be right? This, this, if it goes the way we all think it will go, it's four All Ireland finals between Mayo and Dublin in the last eight years. Jesus, mm-hmm. what do you mean four? As in four contested, times have met in All Ireland final. Yeah. In the last eight years. <sighs> yeah. So it, it shows. That's really Basically, what you're saying is there's going to be an upset. 2020 is going to throw an upset. But hopefully, it comes in the final round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Calvin beating Mayo. <laughs> that. Was, um, Anyone but Dublin at this stage of the game. Yeah. Uh, Just I, for, I, for the sake of football. I like some of them numbers for the champ- number of championship games is unbelievable 67 championship games when you think about going back when we were young lads counties to get one game and knocked out yeah someone could have a career a good career with 10 and 12 championship games yeah you yeah. like Darryl Shea who was pre- you know who's, you know how many appearances has he got for Kerry has he has he 40 championship appearances he might I don't know but uh, on different times worth looking up actually we might look that up after a while and I have to uh, give credit the archive section of the Mayo GA blog only for that couldn't have done the figures it's the go to it's an invaluable resource yeah it really is now to be able to sit down and go through it today and see them figures and get the surprise with Matty and get the surprise with Conor Loftus it's it's absolutely brilliant, and I don't think many other counties have it. No, I think Kildare nearly the only other county that have a resource like it. Really? Yeah. And who's doing the one in Kildare? I don't know his name now, but there is a resource like it in Kildare. Jesus, I didn't think there would be. Yeah, it is. It, it, it is exceptional. Um, I was doing a bit of adding to the archives myself today and this morning with um, the Mayo Intermediate Champions. Um, I got down as far as I think it was 2003 and after that then I haven't a fuck I couldn't have a clue who who was in it or what was in it like Have you won any medals Ronan? 
Ready the middles. Were you were you a part of the charge time squad under one intermediate? No. Uh, no, I was one twenty twelve. No, two thousand nine. Oh. <laughs> Not senior. I have seen your intermediate. I was gone by then. Oh, you were gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm down to high. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do that on purpose. Yeah. No, you're I'm, still, I'm sure you celebrated with them just as much, knowing you. Yeah, did me yes. <laughs> I'd say you did. Um, yeah, that's just, just interesting. I look back on the 2016 game yeah. with Tip and Mayo, and by my reckoning, it'll be 11 Tipperary players that played on the day will line out on Sunday, and 10 Mayo players will line out. And do you think that the the newer editions for Mayo are better than the newer editions for Tip? Oh, uh, I do. But I think the newer editions for Mayo, the three of them are probably in our top six or seven players this year. I don't know. Do you agree? Yeah, I'd agree, yeah. They're definitely the most exciting anyway. Yeah. That's just because it's new blood. Yeah, uh, but they're adding pace. And I think when they get to Crow Park, they're even going to come more out of their shells. Yeah. Mobility. It's, yeah, it's, it's incredible to think that Owen McLaughlin's only playing for as long as he has. And he already has an appearance above in Crow Park. Yeah. Um, he came on or he he played that whole cup final Hulk so he's used to it Tommy Conroy's already played up in Crow Park in the final All-Ireland final and, and so, they'll be about the same crowd as at it as it would be the whole cup final yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's a be, there'll be less hassle at, the, at it yeah. I think that's going to suit it's going to suit the young lads too but I think it's going to suit the Mayo fans or Mayo won't suit the Mayo fans suits me that I don't have to leave the house um, it'll suit the players an awful lot more when they just have to concentrate on the game. Yeah. And, you know, there's no fanfare and there's no us going absolutely book ape with the Mayo, Mayo chance. I think it's going to be a lot more focused for them. And I don't think they can, I don't think they'll get sucked in as much between water breaks and just the game taking a life of its, its, its own. There's not going to be as hectic as it normally is. It's going to be a lot more, I dare I say, it's scientific. It's just going to be a lot less of a, Emotion edge to these games is going to be a lot more about uh, play by play. Uh, Kieran McGrath made an interesting point to me about the water breaks. He thinks when when we do play Dublin, not being too presumptuous, that the water breaks will save Mayo. The Dublin won't be able to get, you know, the way to get on the road five, yeah. six points. The water breaks will stop it and it'll keep Mayo in the game. It was an interesting point. Yeah, but you could also argue that was the halftime that saved Dublin against Mayo last year, that they, they recouped and came out and knocked the shite out of us for 10-15 minutes. But I suppose if we had that water break after that, we could have maybe clawed yeah. it back. But we didn't have it in the legs. We were lucky I to get to that yeah, semi-final. Yeah. I think the legs were going to go no matter halftime came or not. It was just at the end, some of them older players. Yeah. And that was the day we found out we needed to bring in new blood. Yeah, we found right. out against Kerry a few weeks earlier, actually. But that's right, yeah. Below and Clarney. Yeah, like we've eleven players that will play more than likely play on on Sunday that played in an All Ireland final. It's senior and under twenty one. You mean across the board? Senior, yeah, no it's, senior All Ireland final. It's the blend. Let's it's take it if Tom starts instead of Ryan. It's eleven. If he doesn't, it's ten. Mm. Yeah. It's that blend that you need, you know. They still have all them experienced lads, a good performance, and the young fellas just to let it go, to let go and let fly. And 
they're in a good they're in a good position. You can't fault Hoare and Forrest. I know uh, a fella messaged me today and then he wasn't too happy. He goes, I said I was on to he was asking me during the podcast that it was. He goes, Oh uh, make sure now you get a, a dig at ending out as a new team narrative. He says that is a new team, but when you throw up them numbers that you did earlier, it's hard to argue with it. So I have to hand it yet. You've done the homework. You can't. There, there, there is three very new players. Now, two of them are part of the panel, actually, but they didn't play a game. They are new players. There's no question about it. Yeah. Uh, Dublin have Bugler, they have Paddy Small, they have McDade, Merchant to a lesser extent. If you're not bringing through two or three players, you're at nothing. Yeah. Do you think with the rumours of Jack McCaffrey being back in the squad, that if he was to be thrown in, would Dash irk a few of them? No, I don't think so. I think they're too, they're too hell bent on success at this stage. To, uh, to I know, yeah, I know they've done that with Jeremy Conley uh, to a, to a certain degree, but yeah, there was talk of Tipperary bringing him two hurlers or something, you know. Oh, I've seen it, that. Yeah. yeah. Is it the rumor that he's back in the squad or the rumor that he played in A versus B? I know last weekend, not one just gone to one before Mayo brought in players to make up the numbers. Yeah, but there wasn't any first team. I don't think yeah, there was many first Do we know team. what Dublin were doing? Maybe he just went in to make up the numbers for one week, knowing that it caused a stir. Maybe, maybe, yeah. And it would be beneficial to have. It did. Yeah. <laughs> just bricks talking about it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He may have just went in as a favour to uh, the manager, the far, just to, yeah. just to make up numbers. We, we'll hardly hear out of Dublin anyway. What's the plan of action for the weekend? Where are you watching them? What are you doing? What, are the, pubs, the pubs aren't open, are they? Uh, oh. I think they are. I think restaurant pubs are open. Gastro bars. Gastro bars. I have my projector, my work projector lined up now and I'll hook her up and put her up on the wall here. and Sit back and enjoy the ride. Lovely. And uh, at home, will you? I, I'd be at home counting them many times Desi Farrell says you'd have to say yeah oh Desi not Desi Farrell Desi Dolan or not Desi Farrell sorry Desi Dolan <laughs> God, because, because Desi Farrell is a, is a barrel of laughs too yeah um, the, the last time we played tipped Quinlivan got seven points Sweeney got three when was that was that the semi-final yeah oh no that was below in no no I, I'm talking championship the semi-final 2016 but we not play them in the qualifier. Seventeen. Yeah, the qualifier, but the semi-final. I went back looking. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. got a black card early that day, did they, or something? Kylie didn't. Kylie get one. So it was a lovely day. Someone got a black card early for them. Yeah, yeah. James Dorkin got a goal. Did he that day? He did, and Quinlivan got a goal on Durkin. Remember a ball, a high ball came in, and he flicked it over the top of them. Mm-hmm. From what I gather, no. I was. I had a great day that day. It wasn't that day, I don't think. He got, I think it was in the qualifier. It was 213 to 14. Yeah, I'm on about the qualifier. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, we're talking about different matches. Yeah, well, that'll well, happen. Dare I say that, without being arrogant, I think Mayo have to be good this game on the front foot. With the, he, he always tells us that he, doesn't, that he doesn't look outside his own players or he doesn't focus in too much on the opposition. If ever there was a day, I think, to actually do that, it's this game. Because we're going in as red hot favourites. I think it's a day for just going out and expressing and inflicting your game on these fellas. And see him, can you go? Can you go for 60 minutes, 70 minutes 
gung ho because you're going to have to in two weeks if you get if you if we if we do do enough. And I think this track of getting over the line. I think it's a game that we shouldn't be trying to get over the line. And Mayo always seem to only play what's in front of them and only get over the line by a couple of points. I think it's. I I'd love to see them go down and nail down a six or eight ten point victory at the weekend. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, and I'm not being arrogant when I say that, or I'm not being, I don't know, disrespectful to tip, but I think Mayo have to look at this now as a, as a this is a big, big, big block in terms of getting up to Dublin's level and seeing, can we go? Because we spoke last week or two weeks ago about Mayo's SNC and about all the work they've done, and in, in truth, they have. Uh, they're the only ones in the country that have proven they can go with Dublin. And like, yeah. not like Donegal and these people have gone, have, they haven't like we have. Like our, in terms of we have, we prove we can go with them for 70 minutes, for 140 minutes and 160 minutes, you know? But, um, yeah. and now it's time to just, oh, I don't know, I'm getting a bit excited now. Balls <laughs> out. It's balls just out. balls out. Balls yeah. out time, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah. The other, the other semi-final, we can't see anything happen in that you know more about it than us, but the handicap is big. The handicap is too big. It's 13 points. The like Cavan are sticky. They're not going to get Hockey by 16, 17 points, I don't think. Like in Mead. What do you think? I can see, see him frantically oh. typing on the oh, keyboard he, he, there. He's obviously looking for no, something. He's no, Googling he, the Cavan team. Uh, no, I think he thinks Cavan. <laughs> I, 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 I think Dublin will win by what they want to win by. They're just, they're a step ahead of Cavan and they're a step ahead of every team probably. And we'll probably find out they're a step ahead of us in a few weeks' time, but hopefully not. But just have too much pace and power. Cavan will be game and I think that they won't do like Westmead done in the first game. They'll come out and try and play football but yeah. just there's such power and pace. Did you listen to the We Are Cavan match day podcast? Yeah. What did you make of it? They were excited. It's absolute gold. It was. <laughs> uh, did you hear Ronan? No, no, no. There was a, I obviously I've never heard it before, but there was two or three lads and they just mm. recorded their journey from leaving the house up to the match and afterwards and everything else. And oh, brilliant. There was a mention of the old lady's breakfast and she was critiquing the breakfast in the car and uh, they had a couple of boost bars and a coffee and just the usual pre-match routines and then all the drama that goes with it at halftime when, you know, when Calvin had the goal chance and uh, they missed it or a hit off the keeper did it not sure near the end it just cuts to them and it's like oh that was our chance that's it now no we've blown it we've blown it <laughs> it was brilliant uh, well worth a listen to if you just look it up uh, what's the name of the journalist that's Damien for... Donahue Paul Fitzpatrick are yeah, the two yeah. boys to do the podcast but the, the, I think they got the idea of two lads before heading to Donegal one day yeah <laughs> we stopped in soup Max on the way home yeah we yeah. did yeah, the same two lads who missed the goal that mattered that day. Yeah, yeah who were out the gap. Mm. Uh, there was someone else in that boat too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we even knew what Mike Finnerty said. Ronan slipped up and said it. Yeah, I was, uh, tw- I was, Twitter- I was Twitter happy that night. So yeah. If um, if you ever wanted to, uh, if you want to listen back to that Dun- post-match Donegal podcast, um, a funny backstory is the fact that. Uh, Myself and Ronan didn't even go to the game. We watched it in the house and then we hopped in the car uh, after the game and drove around Charlestown pretending to run the way down from Donegal. <laughs> <laughs> Just you're to hanging, see if you could come. You're hanging us. <laughs> ah, look, I think, I think most people had a fair idea anyway. We got to, 
it was fairly obvious when you mentioned what Rowan, what uh, what Mike Fennerty said at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> and in fairness, now you're not the best men for going to League Football. Your championship men. Ah, oh, we're sunshine supporters. <laughs> sure, I only started following May in 2012. <laughs> and look at you now. Look at us now, yeah. Um, will we do a bit in the old club merry-go-round when we're at it, lads? Go ahead, Ref. You, you're the man. i seen you tweeting out stuff the other day. I just got in a bit of a... A, a bit piece, of an itch. A piece of an itch. <laughs> yeah, I listed out a few clubs. Um, I just Googled list of Gaelic game clubs in Mayo. And I'm going through it here. Eastern Gale still unappointed Patrick Finnegan from what I believe. There's a new executive coming in, so I'm sure they have to vote that in first. Swinford GA is next up on the list. That's Paddy B. is doing another year up there. Bohol and Davids still no manager from what I gather. Uh, Kilchmott GA still looking for a manager. Kilmovi, I'm not sure. Um, Ahabmore GA um, still no manager, but probably will go outside the club from what I've heard. Charlestown, Ronan, I believe, uh, city management still in charge there. Yeah, American McVanny's back in. Um, yeah, probably new back. There'll be a new backroom team or additions to his backroom team. Yeah, you've got you've you've you're you're gone from the Charlestown setup. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Next on the list is Ballyhonas GA. Anything there? <laughs> 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 You're a sucker. <laughs> but if you look at the list, if you look, if you go onto Wikipedia, it says oh, Ahamore, yeah. Geraldstown, Touring. I'm not sure about Touring, but the next one is Ballyhonas. Ballyhonas, Paul Jordan is taking over. Oh, he's excellent. Back excellent. in. Paul Jordan has come back in. Paul, he's gone back in after uh, he was managing them when they got to the intermediate final two years ago. 2018, yeah. Two years ago, yeah. And I believe from rumours around. Phillips menswear in Ballyhonas and Eddie Murphy's menswear that uh, you're involved in uh, training them, are you? I am, yeah. I'm going in with them now. We're actually meeting later on tonight to get her ducks in a row. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. And best of luck with it. I don't know how that uh, we'll have to meet with uh, Mr. Jordan and see if we can come to some agreement with the podcast next year, how it's going to work. But, uh, are you uh, bringing them in instead of Ronan? <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have we here? Balladrine still talk that Andy's going to be player-manager. From what I gather, Mayo Gales didn't hear anything. Did any hear anything about Mayo Gales? I'm told the two men are staying on, but I don't know has it been ratified yet. No, but I see a lot of these managers won't be ratified until yeah. clubs have AGMs, and a lot of clubs are leaving their AGMs till after the after the new year. Um, Kilmaine GA are still undecided. I still I didn't hear anything any update. I still think it's the same people in, in charge. The Neil same uh, same house again. Shrewl, I'm not sure. Gary Moore, Enda. Uh, I, I think there's a AGM coming up next week. I'm sure it'll be decided then. But I wouldn't think there'll be a change. But I haven't heard of one. Yeah. There's no knives out from what I hear. Oh, and you'll be the first man with, with the knife out everywhere. <laughs> Shortly after yourself. Yeah. I know, I, I, I leave my own club to, to decide how, how things go. Um, is Damien uh, still on a board show? He is. He is surely. He is surely from what I gather, yeah. Same as same house as uh, last year and uh, I'm sure they'll be getting going early enough soon. Well, that's another thing we must talk about. We'll just go through a few more clubs. Um, Holly Moncaramore and... Uh, I think they're staying the way they are. Yeah, Davis GA, new, new manager. New in. manager incoming, but not decided as far as I know. Okay, Ballinrobe GA, I'd say they'll probably say, keep the same house in, in, in Ballinrobe. From, from the, just by the year they had and stuff. I'm not yeah. sure. I didn't hear any update. I'm sure I'll get a message later on and we'll run through them again <laughs> another time. And then Claire Morris, same again. 
Yeah, not ratified, but I believe not ratified. Staying. Yeah, John Kelly and um, is it, Ray Kennelly. Ray Kennelly. Yeah, um, we leave that for that for we leave the South or the North Mayo and the West Mayo for next week. We might have a bit more info on it, and then we'll do a, a full run through the whole lot. And I mentioned there a minute ago about the club. Um, and county seasons are up in the air at the moment and there's a lot of talk last week or during this week even that the club schedule will could potentially be played first which would make sense from um, the, inter- the GA perspective with crowds get going to games and so on And but uh, it's leaving it um, very tight for time I mean it's the 1st of December now you'd want to get going just in case Yeah and I think there's going to be I think we're a few weeks away from a decision yet so like, look, it's going to be a financially driven decision. So that makes or makes me think that it will be club first. It'll give the county every opportunity to get people back going to games. So, yeah, we'll all be back on the paddock sooner than we envisaged, we'd say, a week ago. But and we don't so. mind that as long as we, as long as people know it. Yeah, I suppose you you're, you can you can plan to get going and do a bit of S&C, I suppose, for a couple oh, yeah. of weeks anyway. It's, it's not going to do any harm to anyone. No, and I know it's December, I know it's... Whatever, but I'm sure. Uh, would, you have a, would you have a? Back. Yeah, would you have a prefer, pre- preference? Money, Ronan. Um, I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm starved of football, so I'm ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go back onto the field. I'm ready to go. So, um, yeah, yeah. And when, when next April comes and James Horn says he wants Keith Higgins and Mister Coyne for training, you'll say, "Take them away, James." Yeah. <laughs> That's the that's the problem that every uh, every club has. But um, I'd love to see the club back first. I, I give me club football any day of the week over the intercounty because it's real. It's it's the real stuff. And well, it's even not what Inda the, said there, like a, a line would have to be drawn where you can't come knocking like they didn't this year. Like you know, when you're out of the championship this year, you were able to come back in with me. Yeah, well, I looked at it the last day, and it, you you could nearly break it up into nearly three segments if you were playing the club. Like you'd have your your couple of weeks of pre-season, then you'd have your your regional cup, your Sweeney's, your Kelly cups. Um, you wouldn't have the county players. The county players would have to have the break, and they'd be left alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if they could come back if they wanted, but obviously they wouldn't. They need a couple of a month. Um, and then you'd have your probably a split league. The leagues probably will end up being shorter. You might have less games, maybe something like that. That you play your inter-county players for your three or four games and straight into the club championship, and you could be finished by June. I mean, it's it's absolutely massive if you were in the, as a club footballer that as a young fella in college you could say right. We fit. We finish our exams at Christmas. We're going to go for hell for leather now for the next four or five months, and I can still go on a J one and win a county title. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only um, problem will be the county managers. Where do they leave the players to the clubs? In I every county, it's not I just think, going to be Mayo. Yeah, I think into though. I think they'll have a lot more trust. And you've seen Horan came out, and a lot of other inter counties come out that the, the the shape the lads came back in and the 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 way they were refreshed. I think they'll be swayed to leaving them be for another couple of weeks than they were before because a lot of inter-county managers took the players out of fear for the last decade. Now, I think after the scene, the way that footballers came back and the form they're in and the condition, them lads are going to do their own training anyway if they're not going to. Like, how many senior male inter-county footballers did you see this year play a championship match or a league game and then go out and do the runs afterwards, you know? Yeah, and they're all coming out of a, out of straight out of a club championship where they were Form guys for their clubs and the big players for their clubs, and they're in a good, rich vein of form. 
and the carried that over into the county setup. You know, there was yeah. no there was no downtime or you know, where they hadn't played football for a long time and they're trying to find their form within a county setup on an AVB or on a shitty Sunday morning. You know, they went in there after coming out of a county quarterfinal or county semi-final or whatever it might be. You know, and they're they're there, they're ready, they're they're in form. So there's no chance yeah. form, so to speak. It, it might be as big issue in Mayo, but you look at said the Division Four team, so you have Mickey Hart, Tony McIntyre, Andy McGinley, new managers. Their big thing is to get promotion in the league. The league is going to start first for the county teams. They're going to yeah. want to have access to the players before the league. That's all they're blamed for. They're not going to win in all Ireland. Mm. Yeah, they, they, they know, they, there's no county board that's going to. There's no county board surely that's going to say, "Oh, you can't train with the championship on." Like club championship is club championship. That's and I can see your point, Enda. And I know when you're forking out big money for the likes of McEntee or mm. um, or Mickey Hart or whatever. Look at. They fucking bigger problems anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, but they, even us in Division Two, we'd want to get out of it. We won't want to stay yeah. in Division Two from a financial point of view. And James Horan will say, "I need access to my players. How do you expect me to get promoted if I have an access to my players until a week before the league?" Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, uh, that's another thing. with this, um, what probably if if the club wasn't to go ahead, if they went back to Inter County first and and done that again just by say by chance these last couple of weeks this win for Cavan this win for Mayo um, Tipperary even like this extra f- couple of weeks of inter-county training and staying sharp it's going to have an awful uh, adv- it's going to give them a greater, greater advantage coming around the year they've less time um, to loosen up they've less time to, to, to get rusty you know they're going to be coming back next year with a, a bit more training done than, than a lot of other teams you'd imagine that they could, it will help the likes of Cavan, it will help the likes of Mayo, that they'll be coming in um, not um, not as rusty as other teams, that they have played football clo- closer to the Christmas. I'm just looking here, lad. Sean McGoldrick has just put up a tweet from the Independence Underworld 2019 coaching grants from Croke Park. <laughs> Dublin, 1,337,000 equals €652 Euro each for 2,049 registered youth teams. Cavan, 183,646 for each team. Mayo, 168,320 for each team. And Tipperary, 226,214. So Dublin just got double what we got. Doesn't change. They got the same, did Cavan get the same amount? Yeah, Cavan got more or less the same amount per team. But it was just a million and a bit less. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not going it, to help the, the it, narrative. It doesn't change from year to year, does it? No, but see, it's not. You could cut the funding for 10 years. They're still going to be. The work is done. Yeah, the players I understand are in the system. that, but in 10 years' time, at least there's a chance in 10 years' time. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm not saying that. Yeah. It, it, it's not going to make any difference in the long run. I, I, mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. Um, but... They do have the population, regardless of if you took away the money, they could still fundraise a lot more than in any other county because of the population. You know, if they had more, if they had a sort of a fundraising system, you know, if they weren't getting the big money from from Crow Park or AG, I'm sure that they'd come up with some way of getting money out of the people anyway. Like, there's a lot of money in Dublin, yeah. Well, the success leads to more sponsorship, of course, yes. Yeah. That's, That's the natural true. thing. What about the uh, sponsorship in Mayo? That was interesting that they've given up the naming rights. Or did I 
did they give them up or I, I think I, they gave them up according to the report today I read. So, someone said you're in for the name on rights RF. RF Henry's Mikhail Park. It'll just be RF RF Mikhail Park. <laughs> RF Park. You, you won't give Elvery's face. <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. I'll be ripping down every Elvery sign in the place, but not my own logo. I'm gonna buy a tile, I think. I think I'm gonna buy a tile. I decided just to have the RF logo on the wall in McHale Park. I don't think logos are allowed, but it is. <laughs> well, I can just put down the name, so at ref come on or something. Surely um, they allow that. If, there's, if it's... they refuse money, Ronan, will they? No, no, money talks. I just come back there to Dublin, lads. I think like, was it some, somewhere I read that there's only one player playing in Leinster outside of Dublin that is still playing that has a Leinster title, Ross Mudlick for Leash in 2003. There's no one else in yeah. Leeds, Kildare. Off oh, the or wherever else, still playing that has a Linster 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 title. So, Jesus, I think yeah, oh. yeah. There's a lot of lot of talk about that, and it does make an absolute show of the the uh, the Linster Championship. It's tough. It's tough for the smaller counties when you have a, when you have a monster like that, and they are building towards. You know, a lot of them teams, the likes of the Westmeads and Offaly's, the, the league is what they play for. And the championship is kind of like the bonus. But bonus a few years territory. ago, would we have thought that Dublin would be going for six in a row and every chance they'd be going for seven in a row next year to All-Ireland? Is it any different in Leinster to domination? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, a, it's not as... The fact that they drew last year, Dublin drew last year, and they drew a few years ago and they've been on the ropes and they have been betting the league and... It's it's I know where you're coming from, but I don't think um it'll ever get to that point. And if it does, you can forget about the fucking GA will be as well off following the club football. But fair play to the Mayo for sick air matching them for a long a long time and you know, being the challenger, it's 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 you have to respect them for that all the same. Oh definitely, yeah. Um any well, other all these WhatsApp rumors that she's the phone was busy this week. We had oh. to carry with the Kerry situation, the Kilkenny situation, yeah. any others? Um, no, they're the big ones now. That WhatsApp with the uh, Peter Kane one, I couldn't tell you the amount of times it was sent to me. It was, I never seen a more viral WhatsApp message. I don't think than that. That was absolutely mental, and uh, a lot of them, like he coached so many of those. All the way up, I'd be surprised, but you never know. Like, there's obviously yeah. there's obviously well, big big uh, personalities in that dressing room, so you never know. Like, but it, it's great the fact that it's not Mayo and it's Kerry that's in the rumor mill this time of year. Yeah, uh, I reckon Brilliant. the backroom team will be cleared out. That will be the compromise. Yeah, Peter Keane will survive, and all the backroom team will go. I'd say Fitzmaurice will probably stay. He's a bit of a god down there. Be but, hard uh, to run, Morris Fitz. Yeah. But um, yeah, but they didn't replace Buckley was the bottom line. Or they should they should never whatever happened, happened. And they never explained the situation. Peter Kane never explained it. And yeah, he fobbed it off, didn't he? Fobbed it off. When he was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're better trying to nail it in the head there and say something straight away and Put a line under push. Look at if they had bet cork, they'd be a bet tip. They'd be in the semi final, and we'd be thinking that that's everything was rosy. That will that will that will never turn them over. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And Sligo then got a new management team. Eamon O'Hara didn't get the gig. 
No. Where is he going? Is he? Are we going to see him in O'Hara in a Mayo club? That's the question. It's interesting now where that's left. Um, Joe Kane is back with Tony McIntyre after working with Rochford, and I think there's another selector to be, to be added. named mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I, I, but I'm not sure who or where that is at the moment. Do you think it's a good uh, appointment for Sligo? Well, I just sent you a Snapchat of what I said, or a screenshot of the. Well, I don't know where he lives, but it's a five. It's nearly a five-hour round trip, so I just can't get my head around logistically how that's going to work out for him and them. Now I know you get to make a lot of phone calls and you get to do an awful lot of stuff like that in the car and you know and talk to box. But Jesus, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of it's, it's fifteen hours a week in a car. Yeah, I'm know, sure he's his work situation. What does he do, Linda? You might know. No. Oh, I- I have a feeling he's a teacher, but I, I wouldn't yeah. put my life. But isn't it great, lads, to see the volunteer spirit in Division 4? Mickey Hart gone to Loud, <laughs> Tony McEntee gone to Sligo, um, who Antrim. else? Uh, Antrim and the McGinley from Tyrone gone to Antrim. The GA is back, lads. Volunteerism yeah. is brilliant. <laughs> it's great to have AIG sponsoring all the volunteers in Dublin, too. But, um, it shows it shows the interest that's still out there that Tony McIntyre's prepared to go that journey to uh, manage a team. Yeah. What about our own Aaron Trinity's lads? Anyone? Oh, oh, that's gone. Is that gone up belly up altogether? Or what's the story? I I haven't heard anything about that now lately. They're probably waiting for the decision to be made on the on the when the inter county season going to be played. The, the, this uh, mind years minor tournament is this going to be played? Was there talk of starting in December? Was it you had said that to me? I had said it, yeah. I had said it, yeah, that there's word that it's going to be played in December. But it's gone all quiet again. But even next year's minor manager, what's the story there? This year's maybe the under-20 manager. That normally is a natural progression, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You'd wonder now what's going on. It's all up in the air anyway at the moment, from what I gather. I think I heard Sean Dean's name being mentioned for the Mayo minor manager next year, morally managed are mentioned for the under-20 gig. But that's gone kind of quiet now again. So, did you see um, the... Yeah. No, I'm just saying there's a, lot of, there's a lot of ifs and buts and maybes at the moment, so it's hard for people to know, I suppose. Did you read so, the Mayo News today with the announcement of the two jobs in Crow Park, from, or the two jobs that Mayo GA are um, advertising for? Yes, I said, I, I read it in the Mayo News, the, the Westport paper. The uh, Westport News. Yeah, um, I, read it. Mm-hmm. I would say the performance coach job, um, would probably be a Mayo man. I'd say would it be oh, an ex Mayo an ex Mayo footballer? You, you Austin Rally. I think Austin, it's Austin Rally or something like that. Does that know he does? Is he not a performance coach or something like that? He is. Yeah, yeah. Um, because. I know he's not living in Mayo, but like I heard his name mentioned for the Lu- taking the Lewisburg job. So, um, he's obviously I don't know is he, is he planning on, on moving back or so. It's just when I when I seen that and I heard about uh, Austin Alley with the Lewisburg job, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't a, get to read the paper. Did it specify what the job entailed? Is it with all oh. Mayo teams? Uh, no, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's more so with the underage and the schools and the clubs and all that sort of stuff, the academies and all that sort of stuff. Head of no, performance. Head of performance in terms of nutrition and colleges, both. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Coaching modules and up, 
yeah, coaching the coach sort of stuff, I suppose, and all that sort of Interesting. thing. Interesting. And another one then is the financial manager, which is... Which is in just, in just going for. Yeah. Is that Tom Riley's old gig? Is, I, th- I think it's kind of like it, seems yeah. to be. A kind is it of another rebrand? Uh, well, not really, because they have the sponsor, the Tenio are doing the sponsorship now. You have to email Tenio. Yeah, it, they've, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's put out to Tinder. It's, yeah. Which is probably the handiest thing, handiest way of doing it. Well, sure it's, the most, it's the best way, it's the most professional way to, to, to explain yeah. the... We'll the have, we, we're going to have a load of things now, like the official hydration partner of Mayo GA and the official chicken fillet sponsor of Mayo GA and stuff like that shortly next now. That's the next step to get the to get the brands on board, isn't it? Isn't that how it you works? You can be the official rumour partner. <laughs> ah, no, I've, I've <laughs> reined my horns in big time. You won't put me a classmate that now there's other pages at that crack now there's plenty of pages or there's not plenty some, <laughs> some pages create enough for everyone don't else. mention the war <laughs> um yeah i think that's it lads we're we're, we're near that we're near the hour uh, we, we, we knocked an hour out of that there and how we did we did awful well jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> uh, Peter Lee, he sounds like he's staying on lads yes oh yeah didn't yeah hear. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Midwest, he's not like a man that's for going. He has a three-year agreement, I think it was, wasn't it? One year left of. He's one year left. He has he has a contract. Another thing I didn't realize existed in the GA. You do learn. Yeah, but who's going to argue? Who's going to argue that contract? Since he don't even have an executive now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's only one person on the Mayo Ladies executive at the moment. So. I'm sure he'll be kept on if there's no one else. Uh, James Gordon's interview was interesting. We leave on this point that he thought that the the crowd not being at matches is actually helping Mayo. Yeah, where did he say that? I think it was the Examiner. I read it in. Okay. Ah, I think he's a point. I think I said that earlier on. Hmm. Yeah. Right. That's her. Better call it off, lads. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. Right. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll have a pod next week. Hopefully, uh, getting carried away with an All Ireland final. <laughs> All going well, folks, lads. Thanks for we, joining we're us. We're going to four pods a week for that rep. Yeah. Lee Lee Keegan sixteen to one man of the match. Good on. Good on. That's man. it. That's the best of the week. Come on. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Up Good luck. Mayo and Cavan. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs>